You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're back on Locked On Lions, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast Network. We plate this thing on a Tuesday, November the 9th, and a Wednesday, November the 10th. Lions and Steelers coming up Sunday from the ketchup bottle. Matt Derry with you. Welcome into the program. Thanks for making Locked On Lions your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Got a chance to watch the Steel Curtain last night. And while Pittsburgh at times looked good, I'm not ruling out a Lions upset this Sunday. I'm not telling you it's happening. But that's a very beatable Pittsburgh team that we just watched last night. We'll get into that a little bit. Charlie Batch is my guest today. Yes, the pre- and post-game host on Steelers Radio, the former Steelers quarterback, the former Lions quarterback, and the pride of Eastern Michigan. Love C-Batch. We're going to have Charlie on to talk about the Steelers momentarily on the program. There's a wide receiver available for the Lions. No, it's not Odell Beckham Jr. Lions made a couple of roster moves, too. We'll get into that as well right here on the program today. Follow me on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Shout out to uh, all of the listeners. Thank you so much. For listening, uh, Brian Fantich, I know Brian is out there listening, diehard Lions fan. Brian, if you're listening, thanks. My boy Chad Bush as well loves his Lions. Chad and I are going to be doing the Motor City Cruise games on the Cruise website and on the Prep website and on the G League website this year. So the home games for the Motor City Cruise of the, uh, the, the Pistons G League team, Chad Bush on the call, myself doing the color with him. It's going to be a lot of fun, and that was announced uh, earlier today. All right, last night, so the Lions are playing the Steelers. Here's Pittsburgh at 5-3, and three, and everybody's like, oh, Pittsburgh, oh, the Steel Curtain, oh, Mike Tomlin, oh, Big Ben, they're, they've won four in a row, Lions have no chance. I'm here to tell you, I watched that entire game last night, and while Pittsburgh has some elite talent, they do, right? Najee Harris looks really good, right? Deontay Johnson's good. Uh, Big Ben is not what he used to be, but he's a Hall of Famer. Cam Hayward is a stud D-tackle. He might be the best in the game, not named Aaron Donald. T.J. Watt's a beast. Mika Fitzpatrick. they got some good players on that Steeler team. But boy, oh boy, the Bears, the Bears, who had like 15 penalties last night, nearly pulled it off and beat the Steelers last night as Pittsburgh got a late Chris Boswell field goal to win it 29-27 after the Bears got screwed on a taunting penalty. The, the worst, one of the worst uh, uh, officiated games I've ever seen. Tony Carrente, the, the head ref, calling taunting on this Cassius Marsh guy was such a joke. Steelers kept the ball, kicked a field goal. Bears came down, took the lead on a Justin Fields touchdown pass. But instead of it being 27-23, which it should have been, it was 27-26, leaving the door open for Big Ben and the Steelers to come down the field. And of course, these teams all play prevent, and the Bears let the Steelers come down the field. And Chris Boswell kicked the game-winning field goal, and Pittsburgh won. This Steeler team is flawed. I'm a huge Mike Tomlin fan. I think Mike Tomlin is as good a coach as there is. But that secondary for Pittsburgh is weak. 
Devin Bush at linebacker. I've always been a D. Bush fan going back to Michigan, but he's not the same player that he was uh, a pre-injury from last year. Pittsburgh's offensive line is young, and the Bears were getting too big, Ben. Fryermuth's a stud, tight end. That could be that that could be a problem. But I think the Lions can go in there and compete with Pittsburgh this weekend. The Steelers looked very vulnerable last night, very, and got a good whistle. And the Bears, I think, were penalized like for lining up in the neutral zone like twenty times. And that um, taunting call was a joke, total joke. Marsh sacks Roethlisberger. Steelers are running on the field to punt. And all of a sudden, Tony Carrente throws the, the yellow flag and says taunting. It, it's, it's an embarrassment to that sport. The NFL is so great. All right, the games are exciting. Monday Night Football has been excellent this year outside of the announcing team. We don't need taunting ruining the game, being called. If a guy gets in a guy's face, sticks his finger in there, shoves him, uh, 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 teabags him with you know all that stuff like Allen Iverson on Tyron Lou, fine. But Marsh did a little woofing at the bench. It was no big deal. The team cut him earlier this year. The Bears signed him. My guy was at a horrible call, and it might have cost the Bears the game. Justin Fields actually looked pretty good last night. Um, I will say that. But I want to talk more about the Steelers. Uh, we're going to do that with uh, Charlie Batch um, coming up next. And then after that, um, wide receiver available for the Lions. Not Odell. But somebody that Brad Holmes has a connection with. First, Built Bar. Listen to this. I love Thanksgiving. All the good food and treats, plenty of them, right? But maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't full of calories and sugar. It's a perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, but that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only like 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar. Or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high in protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Share some at your family gatherings. I love them. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event. All sorts of surprises at Built.com. Go to the website now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, folks, as promised, you're on Locked on Lions today. Lions and Steelers are coming up on Sunday who better to talk about the Steelers and the guy that hosts the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers post-game shows on the radio side, our buddy Charlie Batch, the former Lions quarterback, and, of course, former Steelers quarterback as well, giving us a couple minutes on the program. What's up, Charlie? Not much. How you doing, sir? Good, man. Good to hear your voice. How you been? Uh, I'm doing well, man. No complaints. Just trying to be like you when I grow up, that's all. Oh, stop, stop. <laughs> you, you know, you, you're you unbelievable. Best of the Batch Foundation uh, in Pittsburgh, kicking ass, as you always do. Now, now you're on the radio side and, and doing the broadcast stuff, and yet uh, you're still posting pictures with your dog, uh, your videos uh, with your dogs on LinkedIn. I, I, do you sleep? <laughs> man, it's unbelievable. I try to sleep, but my dogs, they're, so, they're on a schedule right now, and no matter what time I get in, they were nudging me about 6.30 to go out. They know by 7 o'clock they're 
eating and by seven twenty ish we you know, we're out on our walk. <laughs> and you know, it's crazy how it all started because, you know, with the pandemic, I was just like, Okay, with gym shut down, I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna just try to, you know, do something, you know, get off the couch and that's how it kinda started. It started with one mile and now essentially we do uh, thirty to thirty five miles a week. So people look forward to it. So my daughter especially my dogs. I though those videos are funny. You're hilarious, especially when it starts snowing <laughs> there in, in Pennsylvania. All right. <laughs> What happened last night? I'm watching this game. It's like, all right, Steelers are dominating. It's probably time for bed. And then you guys kind of let them back into the game. And then the controversial taunting penalty. What a wild one on Monday night. But the Steelers won again. Yeah, they did. And this, that's one of those games. It's just like you'd much rather, you know, come out on the, on, the, on the win side, you know, and then talk about all the other things that happened throughout the course of a game. So Steelers, they pulled it out. But, man, there was a lot of things that were going on. And outside, I was like you. I thought the game was going to be a blowout. Quite frankly, fans were going to leave early. And then next thing you know, it's a nail-biter at the end. But they scratched and clawed. They got to five and three, and they're putting themselves in, you know, staying right in uh, position you know, within striking distance uh, of the Ravens right now. What's working for Pittsburgh, the reason they've won four in a row? Put your finger on it, maybe a couple of things that highlight that uh, has got the Steelers rolling here. Yeah, I think number one, it starts because Ben Roethlisberger didn't turn the football over during his win streak, and they were able to get the running game going. So I think it started with that young offensive line. They started to kind of gel. The communication was there. They had a really good game last week against the Browns, and then unfortunately they just weren't able to get it going. The Bears' defensive front, they got after the Steelers up front, and that was something that you know that was kind of a little shocking uh, to a certain degree. But you know they were able to pull out a victory. But that you know that young offensive line, they're starting to gel right now, and that's something that uh, you can kind of see because there's a really good balance between pass and run right now uh, with the Steelers' offense. Talking to Charlie Batch, radio analyst uh, on the Steelers' side, uh, does the post-game show there uh, in Pittsburgh. And, of course, uh, Best of the Batch Foundation, Charlie runs that, and the, the former Lions quarterback. And for years in Pittsburgh, you know, it's funny, you, 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 were, you, know, you were there with Ben for so many years as his backup. Here he is at 39. There's some times, Charlie, he looks like the Ben of old, and then there's some other times it's like, man, if you just send the house, he's not going to get out of there. What, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's ebb and flow, you know, what's happening right now. You know, there are times, but I think that bye week did him well um, to get his legs back underneath him. And, you know, I kind of laugh because, he, you know, when I retired, I was 38. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to play until I'm 38. And then all of a sudden the rules change. You can't. You can't even hit the quarterback, but yet better, better yet blow on him, or it's a penalty. So now he's out there playing and throwing around a 39, so it's just kind of funny how roles reverse from that perspective. But it's good to see. I mean, it really is. I mean, just think about this. I mean, 50, 50 career game-winning drives um, in the fourth quarter, man. That, that's pretty impressive for him, and I've been able to watch every single one of them. Najee Harris is pretty sweet. Uh, are they utilizing him enough? And last night, obviously, like you said, the, the, the lanes weren't there as much as they've been in the past. Yeah, they're utilizing him, and he wants to be in the game. He, you know, he has young legs. You know, he wants to prove that he belongs in his league. So you, you don't see a lot of rotating going on at the running back position, only because he is a three-down running back. Now, the question is going to be the later they get in the season. You know, they have to spill him at some point because if he starts to get to that 400-touch uh, category, you know, that's not good for running backs throughout the course of a season. So they have to figure out how they can get him a break only because that, you know, now you have that 17th game. So, you know, it's going to be a long haul. But, man, Najee Harris, he is the real deal. I'll tell you what, Pat Fryermuth, you want to talk about Kevin Colbert and Tomlin and that front office, and uh, they, they just find players. And here's another one in Fryermuth where you make the argument, well, the Lions had to spend, 
you know, all these first-round picks on tight ends back in the day, Pettigrew, Ebron, now Hawkinson. Here you get Fryermuth in the middle eight rounds, and he, he's a stud. Yeah, he is, and a lot of people, you know, they picked him up in the second round, and a lot of people in Pittsburgh, they wanted an offensive lineman during that time, and people were just shocked, like, why would you pick a tight end in that situation? But one thing with general manager Kevin Colbert, he's not going to reach for a guy just because there's a need at the position. He had a fire move uh, rated higher than any other player on that particular draft. He stick with his belief, and now it's all kind of panning out because now he looks like he's going to be that next Keith Miller type of tight end that lasted uh, that decade with the team. So if he can kind of get to that mold and fans love him, you can kind of see him right now. The game is starting to slow down for him, and now you're starting to see him contribute more and more in that passing game. That's a beautiful thing to watch. Lions and Steelers uh, coming up Sunday. What about Pittsburgh's defense? You know, Cam Hayward, some people are saying future Hall of Famer. T.J. Watt's going to give Panay Sewell some fits this this Sunday, I'm sure. But secondary looked passive. You know, it, it looked like the Bears and Justin Fields last night could throw a little bit against that secondary. How, how do you look at the defense right now? Yeah, they definitely gave up some uh, opportunities there in the passing game deep. So now that they put it on film, you better believe that the Lions are going to look to try to expose a lot of those things, especially from a matchup perspective. So, you know, they ended up, you know, benching one of their uh, nickel defenders in that game. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see what that rotation looks like in that secondary there. But either way, they have to get it. They have to get it going. But you mentioned Cam Hayward. Man, he is playing MVP type level. He gets overshadowed by TJ Watt, rightfully so, because he is as advertised there's no question about tj but just think about cam hayward in the trenches getting double teamed all the time and he's putting up comparable numbers and it's good to see him being talked about potentially as defensive mvp because this man works his tail off how about that taunting call on the bears that that poor bear marsh the bears linebacker last night i mean man could you imagine being on the sideline of chicago after that call last night my god yeah, and they stop, big stop on third down, and then all of a sudden, you know, Marsh comes up with a big play. They look to get the ball back, and all of a sudden, you know, and all of a sudden he gets a taunting penalty. I can understand, and as players, we've all been there before. When you play against a team who cuts you, you want to let them know, hey, you know, you made a mistake by cutting him. And he, you know, flexed on the Steelers' style, and that's fine. He made a great play. But as he now is retrieving, he didn't he didn't know where the ref was at. And if you look back and the ref kind of positions himself and kind of gives him a little hip thrust, that was unfair because now he gets to call the taunting penalty, but now Marsh has to answer for that, but yet the referee does not have to answer for it. Tough time in that situation. I understand what the league was trying to do as it relates to taunting penalties, but, man, you don't want the refs to be involved that determines the outcome of a football game. And in this particular manner, they did, and hopefully that referee, you know, is – you know, we'll get disciplined at some point. Pride of Eastern Michigan, Charlie Batch with us. Uh, and, of course, former Lion quarterback. Uh, I go back with you, obviously, to, the, to your first start against Minnesota back in the day with Bobby Ross and everything else. But how, how much do you pay attention to what's going on in Detroit? And are you surprised they don't have any wins? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely surprised they don't have any wins. I thought that they, you know, based on the manner that they really should have had that Ravens game. Unfortunately, Justin Tucker, you know, <laughs> put a dagger and everything near as everybody around the country saw that uh, doink go in. Um, but I think when you look back on where they're at, man, it's just it's surprising, you know, to see where they're at. Uh, but, you know, I don't really follow the Lions that much. You know, I'll catch them on highlights only because I have to work with the pre and post game. Uh, so my focus is here. But, 
you know, now to get a chance to look at them, I only see, get a chance to see, we see them every four years in person, you know, not, <laughs> not to say in person, but it, because of 2016, I think it was 2016 or 2017, they played up in Detroit. Here they are four years later now in Pittsburgh. So, you know, having a chance to get around and see a lot of those guys, unfortunately, there's not many people left within the organization that I have a relationship with because there's been so much turnover happening. How tough is it? You know, here we are in Detroit. It's weird. It's an 0-8 team, but it's not like a rookie quarterback and they're starting over. They've got Jared Goff. What do you what do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, that is surprising because, you know, you put up good numbers. When you take a team to a Super Bowl, that doesn't happen just by chance. And he got the big contract uh, out there in L.A., rightfully so. You know, but here he is, new challenge for him. And when you swap quarterbacks, guess what? Everybody's going to compare you to what they had in the past. And I think it's just a you know a testament of Matt Staff, Matthew Stafford here that, man, maybe you have it, you know, maybe you had your gym, but, you know, because he wasn't able to get you over the hump, you know, people fell down on him. But now you move him over to the Rams, and now he's playing at an MVP level outside of the last game that he played. But Jared Goff now is in a tough situation because now you take one team to a Super Bowl, now you have a challenge of taking this Lions team to a Super Bowl. No, n- nobody has done that, you know, in a long time. Um, so, but he's a tough, talent, tough, tough challenge for him. But it, trust me, it's testing his patience because you know he's not used, used to losing, and right now, you know, he has to figure out a way to right the ship. Charlie, always great catching up, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Charlie Batch, former Lions quarterback, former Steelers quarterback, host of the pre- and post-game shows on Steelers Radio, giving us a couple of minutes here on the program. We always love talking to Charlie. Knows the Steelers inside and out. Of course, played with Ben Roethlisberger for, seemed like, years there in the Berg. Hey, Lions fans, Matt Derry here with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas, every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25%, uh, 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, so the Lions need wide receivers. Today they added Jalen Elliott, the safety, to the active roster. They've added a couple of players to the practice squad after getting rid of Darren Fells and Tom Kennedy. Um, They brought in uh, Nick Eubanks, the former Michigan tight end, and wide receiver Travis Johnson. I have no idea who that is, but hey, he was a dual-threat quarterback and played some receiver at Oregon and Montana State. And uh, he was on the Bucks practice squad, and he knows Antoine Randall L. a little bit. But the Lions still need another wide receiver after getting rid of Tom Kennedy, after Darren Fells left, Cephas is hurt, Tyrell Williams is now gone. Um, and so today, the Tennessee Titans granted Josh Reynolds his release. He wanted out, and the Titans released Josh Reynolds. He will only cost $500,000 for the remainder of the season. Josh Reynolds played in five games for the Titans this year, 10 catches for 90 yards. 
Um, but he has a Brad Holmes connection, and he's a pretty good football player. Josh Reynolds spent the first four years of his career with the Rams. He had good chemistry with Jared Goff and played in 16 games, in all 16 games, uh, his first four years in the league, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Last year, he had a decent year, 52 catches for 618 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and signed a free agent contract in the offseason with the Titans, but was not getting a ton of run and a ton of reps, you know, playing behind guys like Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. And so Josh Reynolds wanted out. He wants playing time. He wants to play. And the first team up that could claim him off waivers, uh, once he uh, hits waivers tomorrow, uh, will be the uh, Detroit Lions. So you would got to figure. You would think that this is a no-brainer for Detroit and that they would sign Josh Reynolds to a contract. Um, 6'3", 200, 26 years old, only going to cost $500,000 for the rest of the season. Not anything special, but the Lions should claim him. This is a no-brainer. Asked for, was granted his release today, according to Mike uh, Garofolo of the NFL Network. But he signed with the Titans before they traded for Julio Jones. So then the Titans get Julio and Reynolds is the odd man out. Perfect fit. Lions should sign him, and I think that that would be something that I would think would happen tomorrow. I would think that uh, once he uh, uh, hits waivers officially, that the Lions would pick him up. So keep an eye on that. This would be a decent stopgap veteran receiver. Somebody I'm surprised the Lions didn't sign already this offseason, but they need help at receiver. And this is somebody that has knowledge of the system. Uh, knowledge of Jared Goff, knowledge of Brad Holmes and Ray Agnew, uh, and the Lions would be the first team that could claim him. And there's a, just a, the Lions receiving room is terrible. So you'd figure Josh Reynolds will be here tomorrow. Just guessing. We'll have more on this tomorrow. We'll do the crossover on Thursday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Lockdown Lions. We're back again on Wednesday.